0: Alright, am I, I, I don't know, am I the only one? Did anybody watch this woman on TikTok and she's like this, like, spider whisperer? <laughs> I'm serious! She made me realize and look at spiders differently. And I know we all go, oh my god, there's a spider. And the first thing is, Aah! ah! Ah! Oh! Oh, oh, heck no. Oh, heck. Hey, hey, can you get, there's a spider, spider. No matter how tiny. I could be a pen size or those giant wolf spiders. This woman on TikTok literally befriends and, and literally raises baby spiders and she says injured spiders and she uses a tiny little, I, I don't know what it is, what she used Q-tips, pens, whatever to feed them, I, syringes. I they, She made me like look at spiders in a whole nother light. You want to talk about educating people, you know, and TikTok worldwide. I mean, Literally know what her name is what spider Whisper? I know that's not it folks that's not it. I literally just saved a spider I believe it was a baby spider now I'm gonna have to look at her TikTok. it was a baby spider I believe I follow her oh, that's a look I can't think of her name but anyway she literally has a camera to where you can literally see the face and the expressions on these spiders and how they're scared of us actually more than we're scared of them and she literally has these spiders and she puts them on her bed and they literally watch them literally react to her and she gets them the baby ones to play with her I know this sounds weird I know you're wondering did I have something in my coffee or did Vic NyQuil it just hit me like in a really strange way am I awake let me pinch myself <laughs> I'm serious I just saved a spider crazy, isn't it? You know, you learn something new every day. Pet spiders. Only in 2022, where anything goes, right? Right. You know, as, now that it's like I'm, I'm freeing myself and allowing myself to express myself and not feeling like I'm being manipulated and brainwashed like I have for years. I'm not gonna say it enough because it's the truth. Allowing myself to, um, go through my medical journey. And share some things that are just as strange as this woman who literally be friends and she raises baby spiders and she saves them spiders. And you know, well, heck, you know, now you're gonna think twice of killing a spider, right? And I, I literally catch him, just put it, in, heck, just put it in, go straight up. I'm not scared of them anymore. Uh, it takes a lot to scare me anymore. It's just fact. Paper towel, gently, take them outside, release them. You yeah. know? They also eat other insects, so it's a win win, right? Where was I going with this? (laughs) I literally, um, it's strange because I'm sharing this because this literally happens. Working with my specialists and figuring out and, um, some specialists because I have a team have been going, hmm, uh, hmm. And then they will forward me on to my other specialist who's more well-versed and may understand that. Um, Autoimmune immunologists and endocrinologists understand more of what I'm dealing with. Um, But autoimmune thing, like I said, started in the mother's womb. They know that for a fact. Um, Addison's disease is just secondary to autoimmune problems. Um, And once again, diagnosis has been documented and it was there uh 2013 i believe i'll have to look it up this is just part of things that got lost and a lot of this as i was told yesterday is because still there's records that sometimes don't surface online and the electronical form electronic form of your medical charts let's just face it we went from paper right typing things out to now everything's being transferred on computer so a lot of these databases still there's little pieces you know puzzle pieces that sometimes can get lost and this was one um I had to pull it back to the specialist who ran the proper blood work and tests and that and was able to get um, the diagnosis and go down to the wire with it so it was 100 accurate i had to sit there and this is where i say waking up from that poof, From that fog. Because there's bits and pieces I just don't remember. Because I was going through a lot of bullshit. From narcs. Group of narcs. And literally I just try to fight two things. And um, I always try to fight them off. And try to juggle my health. And sometimes I had to focus on fighting them off. And that's a damn shame. And uh, that can definitely jeopardize your health. And it does. And it will. It's just lesson on that. If you're ever dealing with somebody who's narcissistic. Psychopath or narcissistic personality disorder, which is an arc and you have something that's chronic. Okay Something lifelong. Don't try to juggle both Seek the help you need to get away and so you can focus on your health because you only come around one time Don't let somebody take your life and start just dwindling it down like a piece of wood with stress and how they give you and a narc will do that because a narc doesn't feel they don't care it's just all about projection and their target and um, I'm sorry, but if that's you it's you I try to figure this out because this started and this has been going on for the past three months and it's just tinkered itself worse and worse and worse and going through oncology specialty and that. They have more in depth of all of your records. And it's not going to happen in one visit. They're going to take their time. They're going to tell you, to pull some stuff up. You sign the form, and they're going to look at everything. And if anything, particularly flags that you may not, and you're probably not aware of, trust me by saying, they're going to sit you down and go, is this, you know. Like I said before, I put it on a podcast and took it down because I realized that I'm allowing the narcs once again to control sharing my own journey because they don't want anybody to know I'm sick. And they've literally... try to cover it up so well or use it for sympathy because narcs like sympathy it's just a twisted demented game that was played and I realize it's just a game that was played and I need to just tsk, ensure my journey to do do me you know the hell with narcs and do me let me inspire you by saying the hell with the and narc, narcs do it yourself you know you do you then you stay out of your business period because it's not the business to start with you know put them in the corner shut the door Move on with yourself in your life. You want to share your journey, a medical journey, then that's amazing and I highly encourage it. Because you're helping other people. And two apples aren't alike and two oranges aren't alike. So don't compare it. Somebody's got something, don't compare it. There's no comparison because every case is different, no matter what medical diagnosis you may have. That's the truth. Amen. But try to figure out is that Addison's was connected to autoimmune. Autoimmune started as an infant, you know, out of the mother's womb. Um as far as advancement in medical, you know, technology and healthcare and, you know, and, and research and that. In the 70s, because I'm an old fart, and that's right. You are politically correct, and I, I think that's great. They're using that word, seasoned. Yeah. Not old, not old fart, seasoned. It's like a good season like Burger King fry or something, or a steak fry or something. I think I'm getting hungry. This just something I'm missing. missing steak fries. But, um... We'll put two and two together. This is my body temperature. And this is why I have and I have grown um, a fear of sleeping. I'm getting working with trauma therapy to get over the fear of sleeping. And it's not the fact that if something happens to me, will I pass away in my sleep? Well, that's like a gift. Okay, that's a gift from God from God, okay? And I'm not joking, I'm serious. Everybody is born, everybody dies. If you can pass pass away peacefully in your sleep, my gosh, ask any specialist if anybody with chronic illness and they'll tell you that is the most, best way you could ever go in your sleep. You don't feel anything, you just pass. Um, it used to be where I was afraid something was gonna happen when I was sleeping. But now the problem is I wake up with my body temperature dipping this low, and um, you can't think, you can't talk. You have very, very, very cold sweats. Um, I I could go on and on. I'm just gonna say, generalized, there's no way to, to describe just really, really sick, and it's hard to even sit up. So I'm getting this a lot, but this was actually the lowest my body temperature went, which flagged specialists um, in oncology and that that are part of my team so I was referred to a different group of immunologists and endocrinology um and the truth be known as a referral just sits there and this podcast is number one for me because I'm able to listen back and reflect and um maybe help others to know is, is if you feel this way too you're not alone because i understand um, i have not went to the specialist and i have not um, done anything with referral will my other specialist cringe on it no um, as i was told you've made it pacify your prognosis and um let's just say i'm blessed to be here because really i don't i'm not a fool i shouldn't be I should have walked out of the oncology treatments. That's for damn sure, you know. But I did. God has a purpose. I'm still here. But I haven't. Um, I haven't done referral, and the reason is is because um, I I feel like um, I'm in I'm acceptance. I'm already been acceptance of my health. And, um, I don't need to know anymore. And I know as well that with Addison's, you have to replace what your body is not producing. And if you replace sometimes what your body's not producing and you have ovarian, um, issues and things and tumors are not resolved, and let's just face it, your hormones as well as men, you know your prostate, the ovaries, is that that produce critical hormone. And when you have things that are malignant and create some really nasty cells, which we'll is put that way in the oncology world, that's how they look at it. Um, because it's just face it, tumors and that are just cells that are not good and they build and build and build and they create tissue and the tissue gets larger and larger. It's like a double-edged sword. If I'm going to replace these critical hormones that my body is lacking and depleting, and obviously, my biotiper show it showing how quickly now. And it was a slow process. It wasn't like it was just like that. Um, and then we go, and I get this stuff replenished. Then I'm fueling the ovarian mass. And then that's going to just go like dynamite, you know, in a wildfire. Just light a fuse, so to speak, not dynamite. But, you know, wish it was dynamite when they did radiation. Because it should have... Um, annihilated everything, but it didn't. So they knew that what they were playing with right there. Because if something is benign, and you max the hill out of that, like a bomb, with radiation 3D, which shoots radiation through your body in every direction, you know, any which way but loose. I say it's a great movie, by the way. <laughs> great movie. Only I can make you know light of that. It's my journey, right? Not yours. Darks. But um, it didn't resolve, it didn't work. Cause as you said, you know, um, if it's not cancer, it's gone. If it's cancer, it's going to shrink it and it's going to come back. And then we give you a five year prognosis, which I was given. And then sometimes the cells dance outside of sight and they're not particular and sure where, what site or where it's at. And um, they try to prognosis off of how far you made it this time around and what you're going through your symptoms now. So I feel like if I go through another specialist, which is a different group, um, what's the point? because I'm damn if I do damn if I don't. I'm gonna replenish my body's missing, but then I'm fueling fire and feeding the other issue. So it was a quick decision that I just, thank you, but I'm at peace where I'm at. Uh, Some people will respectfully agree to disagree with me and say you should, but you know, I, I'm past five years, I mean, past five years, I said everything else was a gift and golden. But the point of where people causing stress comes into play, which I think this is really important because if you're a person causing somebody that is um, dealing with chronic illness, and you're potentially causing them stress, I'm going to tell you with autoimmune problems, you're depleting and causing further bodily harm for the person that you are targeting or placing projection on, because NARCs place projection. You are taking their life away. Little by little by little by little. A true NARC, I promise you, because it's happening right now, they're refusing to listen to any of these audios that have anything of the word NARC. So I'm gonna strategically, strategically place information about the narcs on this audio and i'm gonna title and tie it just title it something different so they get caught it's like a booby trap a really big booby trap and now they realized oh shit i got caught out again (laughs) because the narc doesn't want to hear anything they've done because then that was that would shatter and crack that shell well then shatter it of a subconscious and guilt. And remember, narcs don't feel. So trust me, they're not going to listen to this audio. That's just between me and you. Oh, you got had. Beep. See? There they go. They just backed out of the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't want anyone of what I've endured and went through, especially the hands of people that really created a, a mountain and a dangerous level of stress for me for over a decade. To go through what i've gone through and if this podcast can help educate people to understand that nobody is worth your life and stress that may take away your life and dwindle your life like a piece of wood down to a near toothpick and then we keep going from there if don't allow it they'll do it you have a right to stick up for yourself and you need to do so if somebody's bullying you or narking you, which is just narcs or bullies and bullies or narcs call their ass out call their ass out Like, you know, like, what was that movie, I Had the Time of My Life, Dirty Dancing? Put baby in the corner. (laughs) Put the narcs in the corner. Put the narcs in the corner. Put baby in the corner. You want to call him baby? Okay, put baby in the corner. And shut the door. All right? This is my journey, and this is my decision. And, um, that's where I'm at.